I'm Patty. And I'm Gina. And we're Imperfect Sisters. Mothers. Daughters. Wives. <clears throat> Ex-wives. Blah, 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 blah. And we're co-authors of the Imperfect Parenting book, Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid. And this is our podcast. Welcome to Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, The Imperfection Connection. Five, four, three, two, one. Hit it, ladies! Oh my god. Wow. He's, he's, is it me or is he just like permeating every part of this podcast yeah. now he's starting the intro next thing you know he's just gonna be uh, i don't even know oh god whose idea was it to have him on the podcast and you still know that that is what a director does not a yes. producer wow. that's right director and producer. why did you dress up you still haven't realized that it's an audio podcast not a I, video i have to look good whether people see me hear me or know me you wow. think they recognize you on the street when they hear the peter brady voice <laughs> anyway gosh he's back for <laughs> We're back for episode number... Lucky number seven. Wow, season two. I think we've already bypassed season one, haven't we? As far as number of episodes? Definitely. We haven't had any episodes, too, like personal episodes, so that's good. And, and it's been an amazing week for us. I think it is our best because we reached an amazing milestone. Would anyone here like to guess what it is? We've added two, two new listeners. Oh my God, not only is he permeating every aspect of the podcast, but he's kind of killing our mojo with building up the excitement and the tease. And I thought the milestone was you two didn't arrive here angry at one another. No, it was a matter of fact. Or in separate cars. That explains it. We didn't, this is kind of podcast history. Since he's been the producer, we usually have a a fight before we come in. But I think that's important because we could have bring the fight to the podcast. Well, we can have a fight on the air. That would make for... It probably would help Hated ratings. with mom and dad fight. It would. It would help ratings. But no, we got. We were really efficient today. We got the fight out earlier, so that's all behind yeah. us. And we're very excited about our podcast following because I think people are probably wondering, Patty and Gina, how did you have such a huge ratings boost from one week to the next where we, we gained two followers? Well, I think it's because our guest was ratings gold. Oh, Kristen Lazuka. She was quite popular. The chicken lady, the dog lady, yeah, the, the sewing inventor. lady. Yeah, my gosh. So anyway, so we're not going to have a guest today. Did we? It's not that it's because people don't want to be guests, right? They're clamoring to be on the show. It could be that our producer didn't get anybody. Right. He still hasn't gotten that part of the... In fact, I'm not sure he's really understood any of the aspects of the job of the producer. We may have to... You know what we should do? We should invite a producer to be our guest. A real producer. A real one. Yes. But then he could, producer Mike could get back at us by inviting real podcast hosts. Oh, that's true. <laughs> Show we, us up. <laughs> that wouldn't be good. But anyway, I, I had something strange I wanted to share for the podcast. It's great because when strange things happen to me or interesting things or weird things or things that annoy me, I say, why, why bother telling them? I'll just bring it on the podcast. Mm-hmm. I, I see this as, a, as an opportunity to air my grievances. So this week I have a grievance with the company called Bridgestone. Does anyone ever heard of Bridgestone? They make tires. They make tires. They do. They do. They also make golf balls. I don't know. If Who they, knew? Golf well, balls. I'd, I'd actually say something, but I'd overstep my boundaries. So I'm actually going to be a mime. <laughs> Nobody can see you. Okay. Okay, yes, audio again. Anyway, um, so I'm upset with this company, Bridgestone, because I have this dear friend who hopefully is not listening to the podcast because it would ruin the surprise. But my dear friend has this little old saying in golf. She's a fabulous golfer. Michael and I golf with her every, every Saturday. And every time she hits a shot, 
she says, oh, and she can't see very well. So every time she says that, the shot is usually perfect. And so that happens she'll, to me all the time. No, complete opposite. But <laughs> perfect anyway. shots. But anyway, I didn't mean like alcohol shots. I'm talking about golf oh, shots because oh, oh. yeah. Anyway, so every time she hits it, it's a joke between Mike and I because she'll hit it and she'll say, "Oh," and we'll be like, "Oh boy, there's the ball in the green." So we decided that we were going to get her monogram golf balls huh. as a special gift because it's kind of a joke between the three of us. And I ordered them online through Bridgestone Golf Balls, and I asked to have the O put on. Now, not only did I not say the actual word, I put the little asterisk mm-hmm. in the mm-hmm. monogram, so it was S-H asterisk T. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm sitting at my desk, and I get an email several days later from someone in customer service at Bridgestone telling me that Bridgestone does not allow swears on their golf balls. But that's not a swear. First of all, it's not even a swear. I mean, I didn't spell it as a swear. I had the asterisk. Mm -hmm. Um, And second of all, I don't know any golfers that that don't swear. It's part of golf. Absolutely. Right? It is. Absolutely. Yeah. So I said, well, Golf is a four-letter word for no reason. Can you use symbols? Can I use, like, oh, hashtag, ad sign, you know, something to you know, connotate a swear, I'll have to ask. He comes back and he says, I'm sorry, you won't allow that. So, so then did you say, listen, you. So I, I, you know, I couldn't get the money back. So I just had to have it changed to old bleep. Oh, not oh. as effective. No. <laughs> or old no, bag for you two. No. Oh. <laughs> Excuse me. We really have got to let him go. I'm serious. Yeah. I think there's some kind of, about that, I think there's some kind of human resources procedures we need to follow. I think three we, three, we uh, three verbal warnings and a written warning should get rid of me. So. And the fact that you know this right, is Give me a piece of paper. <laughs> <laughs> it is really refined. Or I know an old uh, tried and true trick, you set him up to fail. <laughs> so the fact that he's on this podcast, which is... 29 viewers, well, I'm ha- followers. Ha- I'm halfway there to failing because I'm on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Petey wants him to stay because I believe he's humping Mike's leg as we well, speak. Well, speaking of Petey, I kind of have so to tell Petey you something. Petey should buy me dinner first. I'd be a little, <laughs> little more agreeable. I, I have to tell you about Petey today, Patty. I, I didn't have the chance to tell you this, but you're probably not going to get mad at me because you can't because we're on the podcast and that wouldn't make you look good. You know, this is oh, public, right. Patty, public oh. persona. Oh. The 27, no, 29 people, you know, don't want to see this ugly side to you when you're yelling at me. Well, you have to do, do is that. see me and know there's an ugly side. <laughs> anyway, um, you had asked, or our daughter, my daughter had asked to take Petey today around the house. Yes, while I you remember were working. that. Yes. yes, and so we had a couple of Petey incidents. It's hard to say, like, I had a dog named Max when he got into trouble. We had Max You went incidents. to the bathroom in the house? No, 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 incidents. Oh. Oh. No, incidents, and one was Petey fell into our swimming pool, uh, which we have been training him to, to, to swim. To and fall the, in. Yeah, no, not to fall in, and um, he has been swimming very well, so that, that all went well. And then later on in the afternoon, uh, my company that I own has this thing called happy hour, or crappy hour, depending on the week. It was a crappy <laughs> week. So I decided to go into the pool and take along with me a Coors Light, and float and not thinking I did not want to rip the liner because Michael and I had to replace the pool liner this year and it's very expensive so instead of you know I was in the middle of the pool with the with the with the cap of the beer and I threw it not thinking 
Next thing you know, Petey the puppy starts running, picks up the cap, and we're chasing him around the yard trying to get the cap out of his mouth. So I'm not sure if he likes living on the edge. I'm not sure if you've done the edge of the pool. If where you are in your state planning, if you um, if you've gotten to your letter of final wishes, where you have to designate a a guardian for Petey, I probably ruined our chances because we we had some dangerous incidents happen today. So sorry about that. Oh, that's that's all right. I mean, he seems to be doing fine now. Humping Mike. Yeah. Anyway. (laughs) So we were thinking about what we were going to do for this podcast, right? Because we're, we're big thinkers here. We can't be bothered with the details. And <laughs> I could smell the wood burning. <laughs> anyway, so one of the things we wanted the podcast to be is real. That's why it's, it's so it is real. unprofessional at times. You may hear Most a dog. Times, That's why we're snapping. What did, what, what did the critics say? Oh, by the way, speaking of critics. Oh, our media critic weighed in this week. OMG. Did we not crush it with her? We did. We, we absolutely did. She crushed was very it. pleased with us. She, I don't think she had one negative thing to say. No, she didn't. Wow. And when your kids don't have anything negative to say, you know you've... You've struggled. You've struggled. Absolutely. Bingo, baby. In fact, one of mine said, wow, your podcast isn't as bad as it used to be. <laughs> no, it was not <laughs> that horrible anymore. Could it be because of the producer? Anyway. I'm sure it wasn't. No. So you're saying there's no. a chance. <laughs> Anyway, so we were talking about what do we want this episode to be. Uh, we have a trip coming up, and we're going to be leaving shortly. So we thought we really don't have time to bring in a guest. So what are we going to talk about? And we thought we want to talk about topics that are important to us, and mm-hmm. we know that are important to others. And one of the things that is on our mind this week, and it's kind of sad, but also bittersweet too, is tomorrow, that would be Saturday, marks the... Eight-year anniversary of the loss of our dear, beloved mother. Yes, and we miss her terribly. Don't worry, we're probably not going to cry because we've sweat out all the water in our bodies in this studio, which still does not have air conditioning. We were thinking, you know, it would make a great episode if we could talk and sort of remember our moms in a, in a, in a joyful way. And interim producer Mike, I'm sorry, producer Mike, Oof, he was um, just demoted on air. Yes. Well, there was so, about to be a fight. You have, you have to know I'm the producer. Okay. Okay. All right. I wear the big hat and make the big bucks. Okay. Let's, let's go, ladies. So producer Mike can actually get involved in this conversation because producer Mike lost his mother long before we lost our mother. I believe. Just about 28 mom, years ago. Yeah. About 28, 28 years, years ago, ago now. Yep. And I'll never forget that day when his mom died and his mom was just the funnest person you could ever meet. I don't know where he came from. No. His father was pretty cool too. And for the very first time, um, Patty had actually met Mike's mother. We had went on this little shopping outing in Kittery, Maine. And his mother and I and Patty were crossing this busy street. And his mother threw herself in front of me uh, on the street when we were crossing it. And she says, yeah, I can't I can't let you be on the end. And, and I said, what, what, what are you doing? And she said, if I've waited so long for someone to take him off my hands. <laughs> she said, if anyone's going to get hit by a car, it's me. <laughs> she was just so much fun. Well, she had, she had a wonderful sense of humor, which would have been necessary if she had you as a son, yes. Mike. But she did raise you well, because yes. I have to say, if I might be so bold to brag about you. Please brag our, away. <laughs> it never gets old. 20, uh, how many years? 28 years of marriage? Yes. I have never 
ever had to wash the kitchen floor because you always do yep, it. Yep, and I also do baseboards and, and windows. And he likes and the grocery shop. Fold so laundry. And she has raised you well. Anyway, um, but your mom died rather mom? suddenly. Yes, yes, she did. Yeah, he Ma- lost. A massive heart attack at work. Yep. Um, and I still remember the day the day it happened that um, the call that we had gotten in the morning and I thought it was... Uh, yeah, you thought it was my brother. I thought it was your brother when you said Bobby. Yeah, so what happened was um, the phone rang early in the morning. And one of the things we, we always talk about, our mothers have all these phrases and stuff that they always say. Like, And one of our mother's favorite warning was, nothing good comes from an early morning phone call. Mm-hmm. And I think it might have been like 5 o'clock in the morning. And back then we had the, the phone that was tethered to the cord. And no, next to the bed. Back then. Yeah, and it, what was really interesting was I wasn't supposed to sleep on that side of the bed. Uh, I, we always had our sides of the bed, and I was on your side that day, which was next to the phone. I don't know why. Um, if, it's not that kind of podcast. Oh, sorry. Am I oversharing <laughs> I things so. that happen in the bedroom? <laughs> oh, God. What's the door? <laughs> um, anyway, so um, the phone rang at 5 o'clock in the morning, and I immediately knew something was wrong i picked it up and i and i said oh my gosh no bobby no oh god no bobby and he was in a deep sleep and he woke up and he's starts rubbing my back and and he's like what is it what is it and and he he's thinking and he he looks at me and he, when i hung up the phone and he said your mother and or your mother or father what's wrong and i said no mike i said that wasn't my brother bobby it was your brother bobby it's your mother. She's gone. And I just remember, like, I'd never seen you, like, I think you might have, would you scream? I mean, you were just so upset. And... I think, I think when you lose a parent, uh, which is a natural yeah. thing in life, we eventually lose all our parents, and some people, unfortunately, lose their children before. Yeah. Uh, but I think a part of you dies, because, to be honest... The way my mom was, she was my best friend. Yeah. She had a way of making things better. Um, she always told me, um, if, you marry, if you marry Gina, you can always come back. Really? Yes. <laughs> she gave you a ticket out? <laughs> I wonder why Dad didn't say that to me. <laughs> Let me dig her up, I'll ask her. She said, I think you could have phrased that a little better. But no, so I'll, I'll kidding aside. Was it like, if, if you marry... How did she emphasize Gina? You married Gina. You can want to well, come back. As, as I re- what did she say, Gina? Did you just say her? Well, when you called my house one time, and you this lady got on the phone. Like, yeah. Who's that? Who's that rough? Per- yeah, I'm scared of your mother. Her voice. Is well, like- your mother had smoked cigarettes, and so she had a very deep, scary voice. And I just remember being like frightened of her. You know, and, the, and she was the nicest lady. She was oh, so she was, much. She was fun. wonderful. She really was. She yeah. was so much fun. She and was it, a great lady. She ended up. She knew how to. She knew how to make you laugh. Um, yeah. If you had a bad day. Yep. I think that's, you know, thinking even about our mom. I think that's what we miss so much about our mom is, when you're having a bad day, it's that one person that mm. you can just say yeah. that will make you, you can call and they'll make you feel better. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's just. I mean, what were the things Mom used to do to always make us feel better? Well, I think she just would. She would listen, and she, no matter how mm. bad things could be at times, she just always had the right words. But I remember thinking throughout the whole process, my father lost his wife. Yep. We lost a grandmother, a mother, 
Yeah. Sisters yeah. lost their sister. You think of the different phases, like I lost the mother uh, from childhood, yep. the one that taught you all these life lessons. I lost my mother that was my friend in later years. And remember yep. what one of the things mom used to say, I don't know if your mother used to say it, we, when we were young, I'm your mother, not your friend. <laughs> yes. But you know what? When you when you get to be a certain age, they do become. I mean, mm-hmm. mom was one of my my favorite people. The funniest thing I loved about mom, and it, she did it when we were kids, um, but our mom could not grasp if someone didn't like us. Oh yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was just unfathomable to her. What do you mean they don't like you? Who didn't like? Who couldn't like you? And I, I remember one time when I told my mother someone was picking on me at school, and mom said to me. And mom, who always said to us, if you don't have anything nice to say, don't say anything at all. And I remember mom telling me, you know, let me see a picture of her. (laughs) Show her a picture. What's so perfect about her? She's got buck teeth. (laughs) No, and when we go out and we speak, we often talk about how our mother was like a huge part of our business. So did we mention we wrote a book? I don't know Uh, that we have. But uh, when we self-published the first edition of our book, our parents were our shipping department. Yes. So um, when we would go out and do local speaking, our parents would come with us. So, you know, initial following, they met our mother, they knew our mother. And we had our very first book signing in a local um, card shop in town that sold books. Some people had asked our mother for her autograph, and she was just so flattered by that. Yeah. Yeah, no, I know. And, and then she I, was a kick. I remember well, we was. had our first TV appearance, and we were so excited, and it was in Connecticut, or a second TV appearance, and and we brought her with us. And she was all dolled up, like, you know, she mm-hmm. was so put to, and she had, like, a blazer that, mm-hmm. like, a newscaster were on. We're like, what are you doing? Like, you're not on, right? <laughs> and then she would, like, come here, girls. I'm so proud of you. Let me fluff up your hair. And then she'd look at Patty's fingernails, and she's like, but, Patty, you've got to stop biting your nails. How are you going to sign books with those nails? What are people going to think? And it was just so funny. But she was she would have been here in this podcast. Yeah, she would have. But she always, she always had our backs. And that and speaking engagement that Gina was talking about when we were, we were due to, to go on, and what had happened was apparently there was a really bad accident or something that involved fatal, fatalities. And so they said, we're going to have to cancel. So our mother was enraged, like, what do you mean you have to cancel? Who set that fire or accident? Wait till I call their mother. <laughs> well, the one the one thing about your mother, um, she she treated me like I was her son, and that's something I'll never forget. I'll yeah, never forget. she loved I'll you. I'll never forget. And I didn't know this till after your mother had passed away about the birthday card. Yeah, she, she... was in her 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 health was wasn't good. She didn't feel good. But she still made time to go out and buy me a birthday card. She and was, that always stuck with me. Yeah. Your mom and your dad, they treated me like I was their son. But, well, they don't really like you. No, I'm well, just kidding. <laughs> Actually, I remember that because um, when she had gone to sur- gone in for surgery and she had died in surgery, and I remember we came back to the house that night and our father was too distraught to hmm. sleep in the bedroom. And Patty and I slept in their bedroom. And I remember seeing the card that she had for you because your birthday she died on august 3rd and your birthday was Mm -hmm. august 10th and she had a card already made out to you and she has always like you know the things that mothers always do she underlined the most important parts and and i think the card was Mm -hmm. something like you're you're like you're a son to me it's funny the other Mm -hmm. day i was driving and i was like 
I can still cry. Eight years. And I mm-hmm. had lunch with our with a dear friend, Maureen, who was, mm-hmm. you know, the jewelry heist. The uh, I had stuff. coffee with her the other day. And, you know, she was saying her mom's been gone for over 20 years. And she said she can still. And we talked about this day, the anniversary of the death. And that's how that's one of the most difficult times. I think one of the most difficult days is my, my birthday or your birthday. Mm-hmm. or That's well, when you get that singing call or... I, I think what what happens after um when when you lose a loved one, um, especially in a mother, things you see around the house after everyone's gone, you have time to really think and reflect on mm-hmm. what actually happened, yeah. and that you won't see that person again. You'll get a smell. Yeah, you'll mm-hmm. see. Yeah. I, I remember when my mother when my mother passed away. I saw her bathrobe. Yeah, and that's one thing she loved. I know. And I just I just went to pieces when I saw it because I knew. Yeah. Well, grief comes in phases. In the beginning, we cried all the time, every day. I mean, cried or mm-hmm. felt sad every day. And now it's something that it's a smell. I know with me, I'll go to the, the mall and I'll see a mother and and a daughter and granddaughter shopping. And it reminds me of when I used to take my mother and I just look at the, the, the daughter with her mother and think how lucky you are. And I'm always telling my friends that complain about their mothers, like, you have no... And that reminds me because mom always said, you wait till I'm gone someday. You have one mother. One mother. Yeah, it's just so funny. And then, you know, when you didn't call her for one day, she'd be like, what, are you too busy to talk to your mother? Or, what's wrong? I haven't heard from your sister in two days. <laughs> but yeah. um, some of my best memories of her, even in the latter years, was um, golfing with she and her friends. Like we, I, I didn't have any friends that golfed, so I would travel, you know, 45 minutes to go golf and with her and her friends and it was so much fun it, and mom was always like everything matched and after she died I took over her clubs and I was going into the the bag one day and it was like she had her little rain bonnet and the bug spray and sunblock and she was just prepared for teasing every cold. situation <laughs> I think the funniest thing is um not funny but it's we can look back now and laugh but when mom was going into surgery, she had glaucoma and she had these little eye drops and she was very, very uh, worried about these eye drops no matter where she was. She was always planning, like she wouldn't, didn't like to sleep over. She always wanted to have to make sure her eye drops were, were put in her eyes because she could lose her sight. And so I remember when she was going into surgery, she said to you, Patty, hold these eye drops. And of course you did. And then maybe what? Two years after she died, mm-hmm. you asked me to get something out of your pocketbook, and I pull out the eye drops, and I said, what do you still do with these? And you said, well, she said to hold on to them. I still have them. They've <laughs> since evaporated, but I still have them somewhere. Oh, man. Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, now that we've thoroughly depressed our audience. But uh, our mother and Mike's mother had wonderful senses of humor, yep. so we are going to still keep this as upbeat as possible. So right. we're going to take a little break now. And when we come back, we're going to share with you some ridiculous news stories. Yes, yes, our mothers would like that. Speaking about all this imperfection, Patty, do you think the loyal pod people would like to hear about our imperfect speaking? You mean our Massachusetts accents? I think they picked up on those already. Wicked funny, Patty, but that's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about our imperfect speaking. You know, how we travel around the country, speaking to different groups about the joys and challenges of imperfection. Oh, yes. I love getting out of the house. I I mean, speaking. Yes, and if you're planning an event, a fundraiser, or training, we invite you to think about inviting the imperfect speakers. Us? Yeah, Patty. Why not us? Us. 
Well, for more information on our speaking workshops, including our parent-teacher workshop, No More Pencils, No More Books, No More Parents, and Teachers Giving Dirty Looks, email us at info at shutupabout.com or call 978-857-4566. That information again is info at shutupabout.com or 978-857-4566. Patty, I'm going to wait by the phone, just like I did in my dating days. I hope this goes better than that did. All right, ladies, five, four, three, two, one, take it away. Okay, so our first ridiculous story comes to us from Dearborn Heights. A uh, Actually, the headline reads, Man coming through window says he was warning neighbor about Prowler. <laughs> a South End resident told officers he was warning his neighbor about a Prowler in the area from the previous evening. They didn't buy it, especially since the man had heard... Had had arms in the neighbor's rear window and was trying to pull himself up. Was he wearing a stocking mask (laughs) or or a president's mask? Some of these criminals, man, they are just not thinking. Wow, I gotta give them points for creativity, though. God, is this recording? Yes, we are. I'm sorry, I just had to. It's just a mental check. Okay. Our second story comes to us from. The great state of Massachusetts. I've heard of it. Yes. Woman allegedly punches restaurant worker for putting too many pickles on her sandwich. Well. Yeah. I I, I mean, that might be, you know. Punching, though? Well, you know, I heard that story was kind of a big deal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, God. A Massachusetts woman was arrested for allegedly punching a restaurant worker in the face for putting too many pickles on her steak and cheese sandwich. The woman... First of all, why would you put pickles? I, on a I work. I think that. I think anyway? that sounds. I think that sounds great. You I worked at a sub shop. Punch her. No, I worked face. at a sub shop that had uh, tons of um, people that ordered people steak want and di- cheese people with want different things, pickles and onions. What and, might uh, seem weird to you and I is somebody's uh, is somebody's I guess, treasure. I guess. But really, I mean, does it warrant? I mean, she, it's not like she didn't ask for the pickles, right? So she's just mad about the quantity. What is she yeah. like? Did she have a specific pickle in mind? I, I, a number I of don't pickles. Know. I, I mean, I don't know. I do not know. Wow! And I get a punch. I mean, I well, mean, it's a good. It's a good thing she didn't throw one of the pickles. It could have been a spear. <laughs> oh, oh, God. Just, whoa! Oh God! Make him stop. And our last story comes to us from, well, it doesn't say where this happened, uh, again, with the details. Yeah, uh, that's not our specialty. Man loses life savings at carnival, wins stuffed banana with dreadlocks. <laughs> What's that, you, Mike, when the kids were little? <laughs> I'll never tell. One more try. One more try. He emptied his bank account, but he still has his Rasta banana. <laughs> oh, my God. He lost over $2,600. Well, I could see you doing that. Remember with that claw? You know that claw in the machine? That wasn't oh, yeah. from a the carnival, claw. but that the... Car, the no. One it, more. One more. It was, it was Gina, the claw, give me another dollar. It was the clown with the squirt gun. You had to use the squirt gun and get in the hole and blow the balloon oh. up. It's so the no, clown lost it, his money. I'm talking about the no, clown. Oh, that's money. what that yes, guy that's did. How, that's, oh. No, I th- no, he's he's um. I think he was throwing uh, pulling the string, and the banana would come up. I don't know. 
I don't know, details again, details. Yeah. But, you know, that's the way he was when the kids were little. Like, he felt the need to win them something. So, like, he, we probably paid, like, $8,000. <laughs> <Like>, well, <laughs> I, I came home with that life-size what Scooby-Doo. Was some of the, what was some of the cheap, um, the cheap ones? The life-size Scooby-Doo Oh, a snake. I paid $8,000 for a cheap snake. And it wasn't even a, a well-made stuffed animal, you know, those You remember when we went to Six Flags and I got the life-size Scooby-Doo? Yes, we did, yes. And then, then there was that phase where he would either buy or win giant stuffed animals. No, it was always taken. leopards or tigers, and I would... And go, bears? Oh, my. Yes, and I believe we were in Florida when you won stuff, and we were supposed to take these, like, giant dolphins. At SeaWorld, we are supposed to take, like, giant dolphins or whatever. Oh, it was a whale, a killer whale. It was an orca. It was, I don't know, I don't know. But I could see you doing that. Are you sure? What, did, does the details say what his name was? It does. Uh, it wasn't It wasn't, <laughs> wasn't my... Oh, my God. Yeah. I used to love carnivals. I look back at some of those rides I went on, and I'm like, they set them up in like... <laughs> Like, yeah. like an hour. Snap together. <laughs> once, once an accident happens, they just move on to the next town and change the carnival's name. You've really investigated? Do you, could you have You're going to have I, the car- I used to be a carnival. Don't throw worker. this out there. You're going to have the carny crowd after you. You better do right. some research. I think I that's your thing. Okay. There'll be a there'll be an apology to the carny crowd. Oh look, a- here's the interesting thing. We now have a plane flying over the studio. <laughs> No, I as was, if the dog and the lip smacking and the tonight, what is this, tonight drag is only, racing. Tonight is only two hundred degrees in the studio, but I was able to open a window. But the downside is, it sounds like the Daytona five hundred. Yes, outside. it does. I never realized this. I How will busy. be doing some serious editing on this podcast. Don't do too much because we are about imperfection. Mm-hmm. Well, I think uh, we could lie and say we're a remote that we're doing this podcast we're in the middle of from, a highway. We're doing it from uh, the airport. On the uh, on the on the conveyor belt with the with yes. the luggage, yes, <laughs> I, the would, I would love to go live at the airport. There's a lot of great stuff you could you can you can. Well, once pick you get past the, the state police, the dogs and their uh, and their machine guns, you'll be you'll be in good shape. Yes, yeah. well, I Patty mean, has do had a podcast. They'd boot us Patty up. has had some brushes with um, TSA and oh yeah, yeah. Recently, I got stopped uh, by the TSA because I carry pepper spray on me, and so there was one day they. You know, yanked me aside, me and this elderly woman. So when the agent came back over, I said, it's the pepper spray, isn't it? And he said, you know, that's a weapon. And I said, well, yeah, hello, that's why I carry it. So then I said, you know, I fly all, I've been flying all over the country for the last two years. I've carried that on me and no one's ever stopped me. And then he pointed to this young agent and he said, yeah, she's new. She's good. So then I turned to the elderly woman next to me. I said, psst, what's she in for? She said, I have no idea what I did. <laughs> All right, so why don't we come back and wrap it Take up? Take a break. For and wrap it up. I think it's past my bedtime. Okay, ladies, five, four, three, two, one. We're out. Has your ship carrying your dream of perfect children sailed? Or is in the case of us, has it sunk completely? As Imperfect Authors and Sisters, we invite you to join us for a life-changing imperfect parenting journey in our book, Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, a survival guide for ordinary parents of special children. You'll learn how to let go of parental expectations and love the reality. And get proven and practical advice from other imperfect parents living in the trenches. Best of all, our book is easy to read. With pictures! To get your copy of Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, visit barnesandnoble.com and amazon.com. We're on, ladies. Oh, Let's hit it. Does he have to yell? Oh, does that loud? You know we're wearing headphones. Yeah. 
God, whoo. But he doesn't have headphones because that's right. You're, you're we don't like, have a budget for air conditioning or headphones. You know what? You. But, you know, I don't think we should make the investment in headphones till we know that we're going to keep them. Because, you know, every job, you since you're our now new labor specialist, uh, every job has like a, what, three-month trial period yeah, or whatever. grace period. Grace period. I don't think we should offer him benefits quite yet. No. Well, when you find grace, let me know. Okay. <laughs> Anyway, why it's hard to believe episode seven is wrapping up. Mm-hmm. I know. I've Where had, did the time go? I don't know. I don't know. Anyway, we probably should tell people, as we always try to do in our last segment, how they can connect with the podcast. Um, you could leave your phone out in plain view if right. you're at a bar, and Gina will steal it and subscribe you, and then she'll give it back. You know how they have, like, refer-a-friend programs? Like, you know, we should probably offer some incentive Besides for steal rooster. a friend's phone and Besides sign up. Besides the rooster? Oh. Right, but but steal a friend's phone and sign them up for this podcast and get something. I like that idea. It isn't it, right? Exactly. I have a bag of elastics over there. We could give away some elastics. I'd like to get the TSA people on this. Like, they see all those phones going through. Can't they just, like, steal some of them and just put, you know, subscribe to the podcast and put them back under the belt? Well, you know what I did was I had to, I was bringing someone to the Verizon store and... I subscribed to the podcast on all the iPhones. Oh, iPhones. wow, that was that was devious. Mm-hmm. So how come we didn't see a big jump in that? I you don't probably know. Anyway. they probably like wipe them out at the end of the night. So we're working on getting getting it on Google Play. So people that have Android devices, um, you can go and subscribe to the podcast by going to podbean.com. That's podbean. As in string bean. Legume. Right. The legume.com. Typing in shut up about your perfect kid and then follow. Those of you who have iPhones can just hit your little podcast button. Type in shut up about your perfect kid and then click subscribe. It's so simple. Even producer Mike could do it. Well, we probably should sign off, but we, we probably want to do our little tease because in the next episode, which will be episode number... Eight. Eight. Yep. eight. Uh, episode number eight, we have a mystery guest. Oh, is that anything like Mystery Date, that game yeah. back in the 70s? Yes, where you spin the thing, you open the door, and Ooh. there's Jim, the I think football that, player. Actually, I, back I think that was before well, was my Doug time. Simpson, wasn't it? Actually, that game, that you talk about stereotypes. That game, like if you got the, the plumber, that was considered bad back then oh, i would love be, to being homeowners like date. that would be the winner date to get right now if you got like an air conditioning hh back absolutely person, you, you marry that person i don't remember that game that must have been before my time no you spun that you spin the thing and Honestly, you, you open the door and there's i don't mystery date. i don't there's doug simpson that. the football player clearly you two are both <laughs> significantly older than i am more um, mature. I so yes we'll be no thank you for your mystery date you know what Where's that piece of paper? Yes. So, um, mystery guest coming up. I am on pins and needles right now. I know. I can't wait to find out who it is either. (laughs) So, other things you can connect to us with is uh, we have a Facebook page called Shut Up About Your Perfect Kid, where we have over 840 or 60... 860,000 people. Yes, um, and you can... So a little cl- bit bigger climbing, than our podcast. And climbing. Yeah, yep. our podcast is well on its way to, 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 ki- to catching up. Um, the other thing is, you know, they could tweet us on ShutUpAboutCom. ShutUpAboutCom, or if you're looking for speakers, 
We do professional development for teachers or clinicians. And we speak to parents. Parents. Yes, parents. Colleges. And, you know, you can always just stop by and say hello if you see us on the street. Or, you know what? There's another way I thought the other day. Excuse me, this is radio? I they can't a, see you, so how would they know you're? you're I was on the, on the beach. Well, we have a life outside of the yes, podcast. Yes, Mike. We have a profile just because you don't. No one knows who you are. You know, I was at the beach, and you know how people fly those plane banners. Oh, Maybe someone might want to say I, hi. That would oh, be a here's nice, here's that's what we should have. Here's, here's an idea. Advertising, aerial we, you know advertising. what you do? You get kites with your faces on them, and we fly them all over the place, and that way people will know it's Gina or Patty. Well, that was that was an expression. Remember, Mom used to, to say, that "Go one? fly, go a, fly kite. a kite." <laughs> yeah, Mike, go fly a kite. Anyway, we're gonna sign off because we're sick of each other. We'll see you next time, right? That we will. We'll so, see you for around for episode number eight. I'm for Gina. This episode, I'm Patty. I'm producer Mike. Soon to be fired. <laughs> see you next Ex-producer time, Mike. Bye bye. Bye. We're out. Oh.